Hi, welcome to the Drive by Brian podcast. Let me your ears and listen to me and my guests as we drive around uncovering their personal stories. The saying goes, everyone and everything around is your teacher. So join me on this ride and let's see where it leads us. Alright, if you don't watch now then you can pay to watch. Exactly, it's going to cost you a pretty penny too. Huh? A pretty penny? How a much pre- are you charging? Uh, to watch is £4.99 a month. Cash. Oh, what, I've got to sign up monthly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash. The they got to come drop it off at your door, yeah? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and if you default, Wait, I'm month? chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you live here from Hey, Caitlin, you're in. Maybe Welcome to Drive by Brian. Is a green light on? Yeah, we're good. Um, So, yeah. Thanks for joining us today. I say ask me. And today, your episode is called Fascinated by a Fan. I like that. Okay. <laughs> and you, you kind of know exactly where I'm coming from, though, no? Well, yeah, you're from an outside perspective. Yeah. But to me, it's normal. It's, it's normal. So normal. What, what we're talking about for the audience is you're a huge fan of... I say Nicki Minaj, because that's what all I know so far. But we'll dive deeper into the other ones. Okay. So we'll just start and say, how, how did it begin? Um. Can you recall... I just remember hearing a song on the radio and I really liked it and I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then, what was it? Do you remember when everyone had um, Blackberries? Yeah. And you had the like MP3 skull that you could just download music on? Yeah. I don't know if you're that tech. No, on it. But yeah, yeah, you could just download songs. So I just searched her as an artist and I just downloaded all the songs that were available and I got some of her mixtape songs and some of her features and singles and I just I liked literally everything so wow. <laughs> there literally wasn't a song that I didn't like and she's so versatile that there's just so much content so yeah, yeah. no that's amazing and it just went uphill from there <laughs> wow because I don't think I felt that about anyone but when I was listening back to the, back in the day when I was listening to Lil Wayne and stuff and I'm recording in the episode I just did yesterday with Tom and we were talking about music and we touched on the fact that how hard it is to be committed to one artist these days. I was very young at the time, so this is like around GCSE time. Yeah. It's like 2010. So, so it's it was easy to spend all your time on it because I'm not really doing anything else. So. And was it back, back then? So it wasn't really like Spotify. It wasn't streaming, was it? No, like I had to get, you have to buy the physical, like when she dropped Pink Friday, you have to go buy the physical copy, which would count as a sale. Yeah. Which is why statistically she is the highest selling female rapper because yeah. before streaming, she still has the highest debut album numbers or even just an album release in general. Wow. For, for her first week sales. I'm not very good with like, the numbers and stuff, so I'm not going to well, sit here be, yeah. and be like, it's this. It's like in the 350, 375 or something, but like wow. this is like 12 years ago, so my maths is rusty. No, no, <laughs> but no, for no, first no. week You're sales not, yeah. for someone who is debuting, let alone just an album, is very high. Mm. You had to go out and buy it. You couldn't sit there and stream it on Spotify, whereas for now, you can loop it. And there's things like Payola where you can they can pay to just loop the streams and then they're not actually like authentic oh, really? listening to them. Yeah, yeah, but that's just... Oh, wow. That's a lot of drama, <laughs> but I'm just saying, for example, that's like a thing that a lot of barbs or all the barbs have as a pride in Nikki and her 
work? Is that her? It's what, it's authentic. It's authentic, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you call them Barb's, like Barbie. I know she calls herself Black Barbie. Is it no? Well, she's a Barbie, and no, then am I thinking of, no Black Barbie? I'm thinking. Well, she has Kim, a song sorry. called Black Barbie. Oh really? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the first that first saying I've ever heard was Little Kim. Do, do you know Little Kim? I know of Lil' Kim. Oh, of I was say, I'm a Nicki <laughs> stan, of course I know Lil' Kim. Yeah, and that's I knew Lil' Kim before, like, growing up and everything, but yeah. I just, yeah, I knew a lot of her, like, songs that, like, the main ones, like, on the classic. Yeah. If like, you have a playlist and Lil' Kim comes on, I know the song, put it so that way. So would you but. say she, she was kind of like, well, the original that I remember back in the day, yeah, she was, like, one of the highest females around the rap scene, but then you're saying Nicki Minaj kind of done it on her own sort of thing without... Like I think the there was a, another rapper sort of thing. There was a time where there wasn't really female rap wasn't really a thing anymore. Like yeah. you had female rap in the nineties and the early noughties and then there was just like that massive dry patch of Yeah. Record labels weren't really investing in female rappers because there wasn't really any. And then Nikki comes along and is just getting features of everyone. She's so versatile with all her music. Every like any song you've got with a remix, Nicki Minaj was on it at the time, and she, it was like that was now officially the the song. What, what I remember was um, was she with Little Wayne at the time? As in, she what's the group? Was it Young Money or Cash Money? Oh, see, look, you're going into like no, 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 no. <laughs> you're gonna expose <laughs> you're gonna expose my memory. Not just not be not me being a diehard stan. It's yeah. my memory is just so awful. Like, you're going to sit here and be like, I don't no, know no, no, everything. I, I, do you know what? That's as deep as it goes with me. I'm literally, that's when I noticed her because she was with that group. So she had her mixtapes first and she was with, I think it was Dirty Money that she was with, but she did all her mixtapes and everything like that. And then okay. Wayne discovered her from her mixtapes and then signed her. Yeah. And then she's been with Young Money ever since. Oh, she's still she's with them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, wow. more, there's more technicalities to like, you can be with Young Money, but you're with... Someone else, at the same like time. Republic Records and things like that. Like I don't really know the technicalities of it, so I didn't know that. I, I just thought you. The music industry is very deep, and yeah. I just I barely scratched the surface because it's just a lot of information. No, I suppose from a fan. I enjoy the music, you, and that's yeah. it. Like I, I'll have the song on repeat, and I'll in, enjoy the interactions on Twitter, and I'll go to the show, and yeah. Yeah, talking about shows. Yeah, uh, you've obviously ventured. I like to go to a few. <laughs> yeah, most most places when she comes over to Europe, I suppose, isn't it? Um, can we touch base on like some of the places you've been that are quite interesting that um, you wouldn't think there's Nikki fans or well I go to all the shows that are in Europe that I can go to when I was younger I'd only do London because I think I was only like 17 or 18 when she first no I think I was like 16 because it was like the first year that I had a job so right. I think I was like 16 and I went to her first show I only did London Second time around, I only did London because I was like only just 18 again. I was just working loads and that was it. And then after that, I did quite a few. Mm. Um, so the, the tour after that that I did was London, Birmingham, Nottingham. I think I did Manchester. I had tickets for Scotland and I didn't for Glasgow and I didn't go. Yeah. I had VIP tickets, but my director at the time was like, Basically, I got booked off the holiday, and then they were like, you should have had that much holiday. So I <laughs> I panicked and didn't go, fuming, but whatever. And then this time around, I went to the most recent tour that she did mm. a few years ago was Paris, Bordeaux, but that show got cancelled, which was so great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, London, Birmingham, Manchester, and 
again Glasgow. I actually went to Glasgow this time, so which was a good one. But like I'm thinking, I guess you know her ske- you know her schedule for what's playing next. She does switch up. Well, do you mean like when you go to loads yeah. of shows? She does switch up. Like if you do, if she goes to London, she does a couple more features, a couple more of her mixtape ones because of the amount of people that will go to a London show. Yeah. But then if she sees, I would probably say if she sees a lot of us at like a more intimate show, again, you do still get that opportunity of her doing a couple of those songs as well. It all depends on how the crowd reacts type of thing, but her set is normally quite consistent with the odd switch up, but it's... She only tours every like three, four years. So why would I only go to one show? That's why fair. would I not? Why would I not go to all of them and have a great time? Because it's kind of like a little holiday. Like you're literally in a bubble. Like you're is it, with is all it your f- mostly girls. No, like it's oh. guys as well. Straight guys they, as well. They, they're straight saying, guys as well. They've been dragged by their, their, their girlfriends <clears throat> to show up. No, like no? so the first one I went, the first two I went to, I went with like my friend who I like locally that I was friends with and we both love Nikki. Yeah. But then after that I went with a friend who again was local to me. We just coincidentally were both Nikki stands and we lived right around the corner from each other and we went mm-hmm. to school together. So we just like rekindled a friendship through that. Yeah. And then we met everyone that we talked to for years online at the shows. That's amazing though, because it's yeah. not just yeah, you're just showing up on your own. You're actually like, it's a little network. People will be, people will DM you and be like, are you going? And then you're like, yeah, what time are you going? And then they just, some people rock up on their own. Would not be me. I need to go with someone. <laughs> Would not be me. <laughs> I'm sure there's true fans on there like that do probably. No, there's just people that will just rock up to the queue on their own and just come find you. Like, oh, right. But you know them. So it's like, yeah, you can come join us. Like, they don't just rock up and be like, oh, hey, like, you yeah, message yeah. beforehand. All oh, right, right. It's not like just, <clears throat> oh, I want to go. No yeah, one else like, is going. I'm just going to go anyway. Some people do, and then you just so happen to meet people, and then you're like, the you say each other's acts yeah. and stuff, and you're just like, oh, is that you? And it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> yeah, and it's just, and then, but now, like, with it being obviously like, you know, 12 years yeah, in, yeah. you know who's going, You everyone has their groups, You everyone goes with their own groups, but when you get there, everybody still talks to each other, which is nice, but again, it's, uh, are you guys going? No, okay, cool. Has it been the going? same crowd? Like, it fluctuates. The there's like the consistent people that are always there and then you've got the people that I would probably talk to in 2015 the people that were like on the timeline in like 2012 to 2015 a lot aren't around now and then from 2015 to now you have a lot more new fans that were always fans but they just weren't as active because mm. of every era that Nikki has is different so sometimes that brings out the diehard standing people some people don't like where she's going with her music so they drop off uh, she had a pop phase you got a lot of fans from that but then she went more into her rap which she always has done and then yeah. a, pe- a lot of people were the pop fans so all right people also grow up people that i talked to back then and we were like when i was 16 at the time yeah people were like some people were like 12 <laughs> 12 13 <laughs> like yeah which sounds so young but now i'm 26 there are yeah. people that are like over 30 and they were still around back in the day as well. Wow. So when you put it into perspective, people have kids, people get on with their lives. Yeah. People probably still stream her music all the time and still love her, but they probably yeah. won't go to her shows and still talk to everyone online. So yeah. everyone's just different. And How do you yeah. feel about that in the sense that, I don't know, I suppose it seems like you want her to be supported so much. Um, well, I'm going from the angle like, you know, ticket sales and I know people resell tickets and things like that. And like I can see you breathing <laughs> in, and I think that's terrible because 
for example, me, me and my wife, we were looking for tickets for a, a, a concert that she wanted to go to, but it was well overpriced. Oh, yeah, like, well tickets are offensive these days. Yeah, and they even give you options, they're like, you can resell them. I'm like, why mm-hmm. are you pushing that? But you don't, I don't think you actually get paid on them unless after the concert, though. That's that's the catch-22, I think. What do you mean, sorry? Because I have a friend who bought a ticket and then yeah. is trying to resell it Yeah. Um, because they bought a different ticket instead Yeah. because it had more benefits. Oh, so they hold you to it. So the ticket goes online and someone buys it, but you don't get the money for it, I think, until the show. But that was that's for a festival. I don't know what it's like for... T- like just concert, like at the yeah, O2, because yeah. I've... I don't really sell my tickets, I go. No, no, yeah, that's <laughs> so what, I don't that's know. That's how it should be, don't yeah. you think? Like, but like sometimes even at the shows, like people pe- people normally sell tickets between each other, but with the more famous and the longer Nikki's career is, yeah. the higher the demand is. Getting a ticket for the 2015 tour was so much easier than getting a ticket for a festival that she's headlining, let alone a tour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the more famous she is and the more longevity that she has, it's... It's, it gets harder. Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> it gets so harder. It should be. I suppose she's getting her money's worth from it. Yeah. And I suppose, hold on, I, I, I'm really bad with current affairs, but she is, she's got a child. She's got a baby. Yes. She has a little boy. You're probably going to tell me how old the little boy is, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ask you, because if I have to know, I think he was born in like October or something, but right. again, he's ha- he's already had his first birthday. <laughs> Wow, you're She got pregnant, I think she was pregnant in February last year. Yeah. And then, no, not last year, year before, sorry, during lockdown, like before lockdown, she was already pregnant. Yeah. So nine months from there. (laughs) I think it's October, but yeah. You think that that's going to change how she goes on moving forward? I think it has already. She hasn't, well, she... That I don't know if you probably see on social media, which is not something that I'm going to start just going into, but things like, you know, like COVID and like yeah, yeah. vaccines and stuff and certain events she won't go to or like from just from what she says online is like, you know, she doesn't have help. Like it's mainly her. If you go to an event and she's on stage, like her husband is in the background with the headphones yeah. and they're on the stage in the back. So her kid is always with her, mm-hmm. but she definitely has changed I, I do think she's changed a bit from how she was before she had a child, but she's always the same. Uh, the <laughs> lyrics don't bang the same. Though. They're like, I don't know. No, 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 they're still going. Yeah, all right. The lyrics haven't changed. <laughs> yeah. She might have more of like a, a lullaby for her son rather yeah. and, and a lullaby for her love, for yeah, someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but her lyrics still, still... Lyrically, she's not falling off and she's yeah. still consistent, is, oh, if right. that's what you're asking. She's yeah. not more like censored because she has a child now. No, I was thinking like, I don't know... Does she have like backup dancers as well? Is it, what, what's the, what's the Nikki show if you just paint it to me? What's um, it depends really. Like it depends. Her last tour, last tour she had like dancers and stuff as well, but she had more dance routines for the tour before that. Mm-hmm. I think it was just where she was in life, and everything like that. Like obviously each one is an era, so everything's different. Mm-hmm. She had a lot more drama, um, with the rolling rollout of her album in her era the mm-hmm. last one versus the one before that yeah because the one before that was based around a breakup i probably say and she threw herself into her work more so then she had the drama the beef of like you know who's the queen of rap and all that <laughs> yeah stuff and i think that took over a lot of the focus because a lot of people were against her like she had a hate train like 
articles would come out and the barbers were fighting every day on Twitter. Like it was not a day off last era. Like wow. <laughs> you had to retire after that. Like it was exhausting. <laughs> like every day was just fighting with someone on the timeline so, so or something. Who, who's the who's the alternative then? We don't say their name. We're not giving them permission. <laughs> well, I, I'm very um, all right then. <clears throat> uh, because I only literally know the the rappers that you post. <laughs> that's my... Oh, right, from my social media. Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of those? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Who else is out there then, really? Well, she had uh, she had beef with, like, Remy Ma. So, basically, there's a lot of political drama. I feel like I'm just sitting here giving you all the, like, stand tea. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of political drama around record labels and stuff because Nikki is so successful that any other female rapper that comes in is not performing to the standard of what she is. Oh, wow. A record label wants to have the Nikki formula type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were going around trying to find a female rapper that they could um, basically pay to do a diss track against Nikki. And other rap- other female rappers have come forward and been like, yeah, they approached me. Like, And then they, one female rapper did a diss track. Obviously, Nikki be the most successful. When someone comes for her, everyone's like, oh, like it's happening type of thing. Because, yeah. like, when Drake beefs Pusha T, it's entertaining. Yeah. Right? So, Does when she have someone. To bite, though? Yeah, so then there was a whole back and forth, and, you know, there's, there's songs of disses, and that's that's how the rap game is, though. You have disses, like yeah, Tupac and Biggie. They're diss tracks. Yeah, that's part of the rap game. So, you had one female rapper that was wrote a diss track then everyone started hating Nikki and then another female rapper came along who is more of a uh, they're not really a rapper because rappers write raps so that's yeah. that's like the main point of when you argue with someone like that is like they're not they're a performer not really an artist and that's a lot of the beef that and opinions that we as barbs have against other people compared to Nikki because she yeah. writes her music and that's where a lot of her talent comes from I, the only girl I can think of what's her name uh the, the Latino Spanish girl woman. What's her name? <laughs> There's a few, so... <laughs> the, 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 the one that everyone... Um, it's on the tip of your tongue, so I'm yes, going to let you try and guess it. What? You're not allowed to say mm. it? <laughs> um, it's not that I don't have to say, but... You know who I, I mean. mean. This is entertaining watching you yeah, struggle. Yeah, I know. It's killing me. Like, I can see it in your eyes. I can see her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> name a song. Oh, God, help me out here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say them. You know I'm, who, I'm, I'm petty like that. That's, you, that's part really of being a barber. I'm not giving them. All right, you know who I mean. Though. I know who you mean. I think everyone. You, you guys we don't acknowledge the, but we know the ops. <laughs> the ops, you know. Yeah. But that particular rapper um, was paid by their label and they basically got yeah, a deal yeah she was a dancer because... before sorry that's, that's what oh, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, she that, was a dancer. so we do know who she was yeah 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 so like when I she, is she would you consider her as a, just a performer then she's not really a rapper she doesn't write a rapper writes her raps that yeah. is like the main point of the art of it of actually yeah creating like the whole if you thing. look at the history of rap it's people writing their raps and you know talking about their life and things like that like yeah. that is the talent of it like lyrically how can you be a lyricist when you don't write your lyrics well, like, I suppose you're there for just you're, not, you're an you're entertainer. Like a pop, you're an entertainer. Like there's that you can't be the queen of rap when you're not a rapper, and that's the whole stands will fight on that. And that's just my opinion, and mm. that's what a lot of barbs have as an opinion, or it's like a standard. If you're a barb, this is the level that you fight on, and this is yeah. a point that you always make. 
But when those two were beefing, yeah. which is a funny situation, when those two were beefing over a, a feature on a song, yeah. Nikki turned around and said, let's both sit down and write a rap in the studio. And then it was silence. Oh, so, okay. And then it was nothing since then. So That's, that's, that's interesting, isn't that it? That got laid to rest very quickly. <laughs> that is very interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to take it left and say, you do like another rapper. I do. The mayor, which is J. Cole. Yes. And... You got introduced to him by Lamar. Yes, Lamar put me onto him. <laughs> so like, like if you do, no, I wouldn't say comparisons. Like, is it just a different energy, mm. like, for you to listen to him like that? They both have similar similarities. Really, I would say so in regards to like how they are with their flows. Like, they don't have the same flow. Yeah. But the way that they both have versatile flows and they can ride a beat. Okay. The way that their lyrics are, like, you can sit there and dissect both of their verses and it is interesting it's not it's like more than below this like it's below the surface type of stuff like you can sit there and some things will fly over your head but mm -hmm. when you sit there and analyze it or read it or go on things like rap genius and they yeah, break it down for you if yeah. you're if you need to sit there and read it which i would when i was younger like i would sit there and read nikki's lyrics on rap you're genius good, and understand yeah. it and you're like that is so interesting and now the more I listen to rap I'm like oh I catch it quite quickly now so uh, I don't really sit there and read it as much because I'm used to it in so sense. it's like ingrained in you now yeah like you hear things and you're like that was a good reference that was a good bar <laughs> that was good so things so like that, that you make I enjoy like on them I'm lazy when it comes <laughs> because even my wife she she when she listens to a song she'll then go find out the lyrics and read yeah. the lyrics and I'm like I'm, just, I'm in a vibe I'm just on the vibe like, nah, like, like so sometimes like, I just think maybe it's too deep for me to be reading the lyrics. I think it's just, like, more of, like, a, only what you're into, really. Yeah, only with certain rappers. But for songs, I just want to feel good. But for raps, yes, I probably do dig deeper. But I don't think I'd... Yeah, I don't read it as such. Only if I've repeated this, the, the music and again. But... But I could sit there with Lamar and I'm like, oh, damn, that was a good bar. And he's yeah. like, what? So sometimes... Oh, he I think, miss it. I think I pick them up more than he does because I think I'm more analytical... That's probably. My, I'm, my I'm probably a lot he's more. He's enjoying it. He's enjoying it, and he's yeah. enjoying the vibe, and he's yeah. enjoying you know the beat and what like, just the song. And I'm sitting there listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, that was good, or like the way that the flow is set up and where the rhymes are with the words. Yeah. When there's like people do all the time um, for Nicky, or a new one came out for J Cole for his most recent verse with Bia. Yeah. It's a good one. Go stream it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Give it a stream. Um, it, I listened like, to that it, actually because of you. Yeah, I, I and it, and like, oh. it breaks down the lyrics and where where what rhymes with what. And it's like, there's a video that I watched today and they do it for quite a few rap uh, yeah. lyrics for songs. Not just those two, but like for a lot of people. And they break down the colour code of where the rhyme is. So that, that colour code is the rhyme on that and that. And it's just like, it is so compact so and like wow. intelligent. Like it's just done so well. That so we yeah. overlook the actual, the art of it. If you sit there and read the lyrics and you see like a video like that, you're yeah. like, whoa, that is, that shit deep. Can I cast? <laughs> no, that's cool. That's yeah, fair. so. Actually, I'm learning something. This is what all this podcast is about. So it's, it's just being enlightened to like, yeah, there's depth in everything, isn't it? Like, yeah. That's true. I'm going to go back. And say, we're in your room. 
Full of plants. <laughs> yep. Where did that come from? Because I've known you for a few years now. Um, how, what's, what, what was the first one? Where, where did it start? The first one was probably cactus. I really like cactuses. Yeah. I just love them. And like, I always had like cactus pens. I always had like a cactus plant, like cactus in my office at work. Yeah. Cactus on the side. And then I think during, I think it was like during lockdown. I don't know. I struggled with lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown was hard. Yeah. I liked it at the end because I realised... I was like, okay, you know, you just get to the end of it and you're well, like... it's ending sort of thing. Not that it was ending, that it was kind of like, I really didn't maximise the opportunity oh, of enjoying not <laughs> being paid and sitting at home. Like, I did yeah. not maximise it. I struggled with it mentally. Right. And I remember one of my friends had... She got into plants and she started to get more plants and I really liked her plants and then, you know... Plants help with like you know your mental health and no, like the no, pur- purifying I, I, the air. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I want to get more plants. And then yeah. I planned on moving out. And I was like, I want to fill my place with plants. plants yeah. And as you can see, I have. So. No, it keeps it interesting because like everywhere you turn, yeah, it's all different plants. But they're it? all yeah. It's it becomes a hobby. Mm, it becomes an obsession more than a hobby. But it's it's also calming. Like Sundays, I'll get up, I'll chill, I'll do my plant care. Yeah. And that, that will take me quite a few hours sometimes, depending on what I'm doing, or I come home in the evening, and it keeps me occupied and it keeps me busy. So there's like tons of varieties here, and you're telling me, well, I'd take it the care is all different. Yeah, they're all different, and so... You, did you read up on that? Some Yeah, I do. So one of my friends, the one that I originally was yeah. like, she was getting into plants, and then I was like, I really like plants, this is great. Yeah. She, is, she was really knowledgeable on all of it, so yeah. I would more talk to her about it and then now I just kind of have like um there's Facebook groups on plants there. No, 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 I was saying that. <laughs> there's Facebook groups on plants like people I don't normally I don't really interact on the page. Yeah. But people post a plant that I might have out, um or one that I've seen that I haven't got yet that's on my wish list and um they ask questions on it and I just read and people just give advice on it and they're really nice on it. So yeah, and then all of them are different. They all have different care. They all grow differently and the thing about them is one of them dies and mm. I cut all the leaves off and I wait four or five months and then it grows again so it's just like I, That's a, yeah, yeah yeah or you it's propagate like you them give up on it yeah <laughs> you propagate them and then you get to cut them and then you get to grow more plants and then it's just oh. and then there's loads of different plants and I'll be in the shop and I'm like I don't have that one <laughs> I need that one <laughs> that's that's crazy because so. like I'm saying like um obviously my wife started a little candle business and I was just saying on the podcast on Saturday that you go deep into anything, you literally find experts in it, and it's not it's not so straightforward, is it? Like like you're no. saying, there's actually I don't realise how much knowledge knowledge I have on it. Like it's. I think some people even go to um, college to learn about horticultural horticulture. I don't know, but I wish I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish <laughs> someone told me that. Subject in it, like how to take care of plants and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But no, it's it's really it's calming. It's actually quite nice. It keeps me occupied. I feel like my life is quite chaotic and I feel like I'm sometimes quite disorganised. Is, is it like, like having is it like having pets but they don't move sort of thing? <laughs> like kind you of. look after them. It keeps, it keeps me occupied and I enjoy it. So that's... And it's... I like to collect things as well. Like even as a kid, like, you know, the pressed coins that you'd get? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have I have so many of them. you still got... I've got like six books and each book has like 100, 200 in them. And I would, every holiday, I would collect them. So I think I just have, like, a compulsive obsession <laughs> of collecting things and, like, yeah. pins. If, like, you know, when you go to Disney and you yeah, collect yeah. pins, I collected the pins. I had so many. Must be worth something. Um, probably, but I just, do you know what? It's not even that 
like I like to keep hold of them from memory because I see it every time I move and I'm like, oh, I still have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also like, oh my god, that'd be so long to just sell. Like I just I don't have the energy to just. <laughs> so why would I make the it. effort? I'm sure you would find, like, <laughs> why would I get the it? energy to sell an old hobby when I can just focus on a new, new one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kind yeah. of. Yeah, and then aside, when yeah. I worked at Legoland, the pop badges, yeah. I have like a full. Bag. Yeah. <laughs> Don't see me. <laughs> I have like a full bag of pop badges that I would collect. I have all the rare ones and I could genuinely sell them, but I don't. Maybe keep it for a couple of more years. You never know. You heard about Pokemon cards that, you know, sold for like tons. I don't think. I don't know. Like, no, no, no. no much, I just see value yeah. in everything, sort of thing. But uh, to be fair, the pop badge community frown upon you buying them because the whole point is that you trade them. Oh, right. So that's also so a thing that... circulation sort of. It, yeah, and it also makes it fair because then you got, don't grow your collection by just buying a whole bulk off of someone. You have to go to the park and you have to earn them and you have to trade... Or you have to find them and trade them with people. So yeah. that's like the fun out of it for the kids. Um, yeah. And then here I am, a staff member who hogs them all. <laughs> I just take one of each and then if there's a popular ones, I just grab a couple, but yeah. That's amazing. I, I like the fact when you used to work at Legoland because obviously... Like what you naturally a people person like yeah with so kids and stuff like that. I'm very I'm very awkward with kids though. I worked in a That's theme park. That's so for, strange. I worked in a theme park for seven years, but I worked in food and beverage, so I served the parents. Oh <laughs> so, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see the kids you when you get forced to high five kids and they don't want it. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you, like, do you ever miss it? That that because um, it's kind of different from what you're doing now, though. I because it's I don't know. Is it do more interactive? No, I don't know. I miss the how unique it was but i don't miss the job i like right. my weekends i like oh, right, yeah. my bank holidays i like so, not so. having customers be so not people at legoland can be nasty like people forget when you go to like a hospitality people are vile like i'm sorry no, <laughs> people are disgusting because, because sure yeah i've worked in hospitality when i was younger well i worked in pubs and places like that yeah and I suppose People I'll, treat you like you're... You're next to nothing. You're next to nothing. They forget that you're a person with feelings. And I think a lot of things like my social anxiety got so, developed while I was at Legoland serving people. Like, you just saw And that. I still did it while I had it and I still have it now. But yeah. over the years of getting older, I, I know that there was a time when I wasn't socially anxious yeah. compared to now. And oh, I, right. it's not just from Work. working at yeah, Legoland, yeah. Yeah. but things like customers shouting at you and screaming at you and you talking to down to you yeah. and you're sitting there having to deal with it like i was a manager at 19 like it's <sighs> you're sitting there running sometimes staff members like 32 staff members in a team on a day with a park is extremely overcapacitated and it's the peak time and yeah. everyone's stressed they've yeah. gone on no rides all day they've got a queue <laughs> for every single thing they've got to do yeah and you are the punch bag and i didn't even work in customer service so you, <laughs> you can imagine wow. and at the end of the day you get emailed a report and you're like damn that is that is bad just the way people just are so I mean, they spend a lot of money so there's so a, they're expecting perfection they they spend a lot of money so there's a high expectation yeah. frustration grows when you've spent hundred like you've spent hundreds of pounds already just to get in the park now <laughs> yeah. to spend money on food which yeah, is a, which isn't cheap yeah, either. it's not cheap yeah, yeah, yeah. but we have to pay for a lot i will say that it is not cheap to run the profit the profit side of it yeah you went through the like the, the well, analytical and you was like how the, much each yeah bit costs every the company a napkin like you have to count your napkins <laughs> like it is there, do you reckon they're just being tight or it literally running a, a tight ship it like? costs a lot to run 
you got to think that you pay when i was 16 i was getting paid like what a 25 year old would get paid all that pay was back in the day because oh, i was okay. in theme park uh, and everyone had a flat pay now you have different pay rates yeah when you work there as well for your age which they didn't have obviously 10 years ago i went there 10 <laughs> years ago i feel so Time old. Is gone i'm the youngest slow. i feel like i'm like <laughs> the maybe now the second youngest of the group and i can say Who's i'm the youngest uh, i think it's katie An- is it not angelica I- is it not? I don't know. How old is she? I don't know. I thought you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old Angie is. No idea. I'll find out. She might be a year or two younger than me then, maybe. Possibly. I'm sorry, Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> if you're he listening listen. to this. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. If you're going to listen, pay for the Patreon. You get to see the video. <laughs> get the Talk promo. A, talking about the video. Uh, video, video guy. Uh, yeah, that's you. Would you mind checking if it's still good? <laughs> <laughs> this is where your phone died an hour ago. Exactly. You even started You're, You're kidding lying. me. Yeah, don't no, do that. No, no, don't, don't do that. Don't. Video again. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't start this again. <laughs> no. no, no, we've got audio. We've got audio. But this is for those people who really want to <clears throat> see the true... I feel like I feel like talking it. about Legoland. Can you make the people that pay for it watch it? Because if yeah, you put that honestly, out for like, free, I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't, but nah, I know people nah, that still nah, work nah, there, nah. and I don't want that circulating around. No, you said do good though. You said you know they charge reasonably because it's obviously costs a lot of money. I will defend it though. It, co- it costs a lot to run, and they pumped millions into the business, not just food and beverage, but the resort as a whole. Everything and like you got to think every season. Or they gotta revamp it and get new rides all the time. different. All the time. People the main complaint was it, yeah. the main complaint was like the Lego is dirty and old and then they revamp everything in the park and you've got to think you don't make money back off of that. So the money that you have to take from things like general admission, a, a certain percentage off of, you know, catering and hospitality or from, you know, retail, those things cover the things that you don't make money on that people just go and look at for free. Yeah. Or a ride. They get That's a budget true. and they pay for money for a ride, but that ride has to bring in a certain amount of guests in the year to make profit. And if you don't hit that target for things like COVID, yeah. or if basically if you don't if you don't get a certain amount of people coming to the park for the year, then you don't obviously make enough money everywhere because it's based yeah. off of per head. So, so the, you, the person needs to come in. So when yeah. you've got things like the whole of August rains. <laughs> I made no money. <laughs> so when, when the whole of August has rained and the whole of um, May has rained and yeah. the whole half term in October rained, and those are the times where you go <laughs> when you're quiet Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. and there's no one in the park. There's like half the amount of people in the park that you would budget for because yeah. who's taking their kids out of school these days and how or many infants you, are going to come multiple or, or times? So maybe some, some um, overseas people might, might show up. You but, get like days where like big groups come in and stuff like yeah. yeah, but when you have the whole of August and it rains and you are tens of thousands of guests down from one month and that is normal, you need that to backtrack for all the tens of thousands of guests the other months that didn't yeah. come in. You, you're not gonna make the year. <laughs> so, wow. So so really, you got to feel feel for them. It is a risky business. It's a risky business, but the way that the way that they run it is. They're very analytical. They, teach, they have to. They, 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 have, they to, have to. Yeah. They have to count your napkins. You have to work out how many napkins are you giving out to each customer with each meal and count that into the cost of each meal because 
kids will take 25 of napkins. Of course, like, we would do that. And I'm, do, I'm doing stock take and I'm like, I'm missing 80 pounds. Where, where am I missing 80 pounds? And it's 10 bags napkins. of napkins because the staff member's got to refill it every five minutes. And then you're sitting like, where's my money? So, Jeez. yeah, you have to sit there and count your money. Well, like, and then, I, I worked at Legoland when I was 15, like, like the rest of Slough. And I was making Cinnabons. This is when the light... This is how I know you're older than me, because I never saw a Cinnabon on site. There was a Cinnabon stand outside the park, so I wasn't even involved with the main lot. This is before you even get in the park. I'm out there, like, hitting bees and stuff, because obviously Cinnabon and Sweet and stuff, so we were constantly... And I was like, yeah. And um, I remember it had a Christmas party there. I I liked it, actually. It was good. It was good, but I feel like I outgrew it. Yeah, you do. And, And you can even see, like, when I take my daughter and stuff, you can see that the... The people serving you or the age range is it's like they're quite young anyway. It's like the turnover maybe. Like the majority of your them. staff are sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. And then even then your older staff are twenty one. <laughs> so that's your older staff. Then you get the old adults that do work there. In the then, office. Bit. No, like you get like to be fair, there are sometimes people that work there, like the people that you get to work with was really nice there and it was like, um you get like people in like their sixties and stuff, or like okay. in their fifties of kids people in their 30s like you get a nice mix but yeah. more than 50 percent is teenagers that want to work a summer job right and they just want money it's easy money if you want your kid to if you want your kid to Experience, be yeah. if you want amelia to be character building <laughs> <laughs> just make her go work at legoland for a year make her turn up to her job and make her work there it's torture yeah yeah, great. yeah, yeah it's yeah. so great you get to know about <laughs> you get real her changing life. the bins <laughs> real life cleaning experience. the kitchen Jeez. <laughs> yeah so it's it was character building Soul-destroying, but character-building at the same time. Yeah, I so. you appreciate it when you look in hindsight, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I feel like we went from yeah, 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 well, this is how to Legoland. <laughs> this, this is how it goes. Like I said to you, I don't feel I can, I, could, I could... Well, I used to write down questions for these sort of things, and then what I would do, I would overthink it, and then... I'd mess up because I'm overthinking. I'm like, oh, you're trying to make sure you get them all, and then you can't flow a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm meant to be listening, not thinking about my next question, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So take this opportunity to think of a question, though. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, my next question is: <laughs> Would you travel to the states? Yes. <laughs> to go see. I planned to, and you... then she cancelled her tour, so I didn't. Oh. So... <laughs> You're watching. <laughs> so what? Is it all good? <laughs> I got my money ready. <laughs> so, so what? What like? So was it just a tour of America? She... So. Um, she was so the last. It was the last tour that I planned to go to. Yeah. So she originally was supposed to do the tour with uh, Future. Right. Don't care about Future. And then she ended up touring with Juice World. Rest in peace. He was great. Mm. I really enjoyed him. Very sad when he died. Yeah. Um, got some good videos though. He was a good performer for for like a new artist that was like he was. I, he, I'd probably say he was a new artist. And she did a joint tour with him, so he would do the opening and he'd do his set. Right. They still had like opening acts. Like when I was in. Paris and Bordeaux, they had the French local Guys, performing yeah, ones. Yeah. And then when we were in um, in the UK, in like London and stuff, you had like a, lo- a London artist and she, she was really nice. Yeah, two, 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 actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was nice. Um, but you, yeah, so Juice will do his bit and then Nikki did hers. But then I think they were supposed to, so then they cancelled the whole US tour. And then there was rumours that she was going to do a joint tour with someone else instead. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying because it never came out, but then we were like, well, yeah, I like that artist too. Yeah. Me and my friend were going to decide 
which one we were going to go to. I think you don't want to go to like the main shows because like London, everyone goes to the London show. So you don't really want to go to like... It's for the experience. It's for the experience. Yeah, but you also, it's like the opportunity to meet her outside. So it's a little bit tactful because I don't really want to go. If I'm going to go to one show in the US, I'm not going to go to the one where everyone's there because then the likelihood of me seeing her is not going to be as as much. So you want to go to one where you know it's a good one. You know it's like a decent one. And then you'll get the opportunity to see her outside as well. So I think we were going to go to like Canada or something. Okay. But yeah, she cancelled it. But I still got my tour in the UK, so it's fine. That's, yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's the second tour that she's done where she did the UK first and then didn't do the US. Uh, so I'm not really complaining. No, that's fine. That sounds <laughs> yeah. good. Um, I'm going to steal a question, well, an opportunity that I've heard from another podcast because I do really like it. Got to credit them. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, sorry. Diary of a CEO. You've probably seen it, but Stephen Bartlett. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. The name rings a bell. Yeah, he's on Dar- Dragon's Den now. And I, oh right okay yeah. yeah and i like the question the the little concept they did at the end so why not okay copy it. um so i need you to come up with a question for the next guest oh okay you don't know who they are or what it's about <laughs> or what it's about but yeah put that gives qu- me no context of what to ask them whatsoever who would you like just put it out there just a generic question well i say generic but yeah Anything? I know you put me on the spot now. Anything you, and you can watch it back and say, "Oh yeah, I asked that question." Hmm. Well, I want to be basic and say, "Who's their favorite artist?" <laughs> yeah, who's their favorite artist? I don't artist. know. Ask them who their favorite artist is and why, because I feel like that says a lot about a person. That's I feel like when when I was probably more younger than now, because it's like my brand. Mm. But when people realized that I was like a Nicki stan, they like, "You don't look like you listen to Nicki Minaj." I had. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's taking me back. People will be like, you don't look like you listen to Nicki Minaj. Like, you look like you listen to, like, rock music or, what, what, like, terrible. What was you wearing at the time? What was your, what was your fashion? Um, I don't know. I wore whatever top shops are. Like, you know, <laughs> like, oh, the, the, I was like, the top, pink like, top shop. Yeah, top yeah. shop. Like, you know, the cross leggings. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> The Doc Martens. But I wore Doc Martens because... Well, Nikki definitely boosted the sales and popularity for Doc Martens, but I had a pair yeah. as I was a kid as well. And then they just came back into fashion and then, you know, like spiked shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around with cross leggings, a combat uh, like um, camouflage yeah, jacket with spiked yeah, yeah. shoulders, going to college with Doc Martens on and a mesh top. And I'm like blasting at super bass. So <laughs> <laughs> I did not look like I listened to Nicki Minaj. I and I had, I think I, I had black what, hair at the time as well. Really? Yeah. So I had is like, that what color your hair is? This is Normally. my natural hair. Oh, right, right, right. But right. I had jet, jet black, black, blue, black hair, and then like purple, then like red. <laughs> so yeah, I did not look like I listened to Nicki Minaj Fair at enough. all. Yeah. So I think that was, I feel like when you ask someone what their favourite rapper is, or artist, what their favourite artist is, yeah, is a lot. What they listen someone to said me. Rick Ross once, and I was like, no, like, no. No, why? <laughs> Who's your favourite artist? Rick Ross. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Nah, yeah, yeah, no. I, I see what you mean. That, like, it's you not... would question it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. If, if I turned to you and said, like, J. Cole for this, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's cool. something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, or you're like, um, if you said you liked, um, I don't know if, like, you're a diehard for Britney Spears, like, I feel like that's telling a lot about a person, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. like, you know. It's... Some of the older lot used to say, well, say they like Britney Spears, actually. Some of my old managers used to say it. Yeah, they grew up with it. Oh, right. Like, yeah. A guy? No, no, it's a woman. Right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a woman. Like, that's a straight guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right, no, you know, a... women. Yeah, Britney Spears was an icon. Well, it's an icon, but yeah. It's just so. that, that era, like, 
of obviously music. Everyone's growing up. I don't know, Nsync, Britney, Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a question for you. Okay. Away from Nicki. Yeah. Who was you listening to around that era? Time? That Gwen poppy. Stefani. Okay. I loved Gwen Stefani. I remember. Do you I look like her a bit. No, I'm trying. Shut to up. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to. Th- yeah. I loved Gwen Stefani. So all before Nikki, I loved, yeah, I love Gwen Stefani. I feel like I've said that enough now. Basically, for my birthday one year, I got her album that had just come out and I had like my portable CD player and my headphones, like yeah, the skinny little ones. Days, yeah. yeah, and I had it nonstop and I'd go to sleep listening to the album. Like, oh, Do, it was so What good. was it, the disc or the Walkman? The disc. I had so the you disc. had to keep I'm it old. still. <laughs> yeah, you got to put it on your lap, on oh. the bedside table. Yeah, so Hold on, so that was you your day yeah. and age. So I'm thinking you're like a millennial. I'm a 90s baby, come on. <laughs> I thought you were way newer. I don't know. Then, I liked, then as I got a bit older, I liked. I really liked Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Um, I loved Beyonce. I always loved Beyonce. I got her DVDs. Who doesn't know? That's the thing. I got her DVDs for Christmas and I would practice her dance routines. Can't dance to save the life of me. But my mum was like, good job. So. I've got a feeling that Beyonce is... Uh, if you don't like Beyonce, yeah. it's that. It's like, that's what's telling. wrong with you? Yeah. So yeah, when you sit there and ask, yeah. like when people are like, oh, I just don't like Beyonce, she's overrated. It's like, where? Have you not seen her performances? <laughs> her work where? ethic is really, really... Her yeah, work ethic, like... It's yeah, it's And her For, as a person as well, though. I've got to say, like, we went to see the Carters, is it? Was that what the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was absolutely everything. It was good. I have not seen Beyonce live. Because it, she is, every she is time good. she tours, it's not... It, I'm not financially... You know the Hamas is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I pay. When she, dropped, <laughs> when she did the Formation World Tour, I think literally two days before I put a deposit on the flat, and I was like, oh my God, I literally have no money. Like, yeah, yeah. I would have not moved if I knew that Beyonce was dropping tickets. So I was like, suck it up, whatever, I'm not going. And then she did the Carter tour, and I was like, oh, I don't really care. I'm not going to pay I went to the car because yeah no because yeah. I like Jay-Z so that's the thing so it was win-win a lot us. of my friends went and they said that um, they actually thought Jay-Z was better because he was more interactive with the crowd than Beyonce because Beyonce's like you know the cameras and stuff one of my friends said that yeah so I was she's like, a I performer see would you say because when you watch her videos she looks great but when you're in the crowd she's not looking at you she's looking at the camera yeah that's interesting then I'm like well I'm glad I never <laughs> but pay for it if you're not yeah you're not interacting yeah, with the audience no but I would love to see Beyonce live but I think yeah. Beyonce is a very much it's a show like, it is a show it's like like, like there's just the dance routines her yeah. breath control like she sings live <laughs> breath control. no but her dance when you think about it if you yeah, see yeah. like I also used to love Lady Gaga growing up as well right um, so like her Born This Way and all that stuff so I loved Lady Gaga as well I just like that film she did with Bradley Cooper. Oh my god, that broke my heart. I didn't realise what the film was about, so I watched it on my phone. Online. On your phone? <laughs> Do you know what? It's one of those nights where like, I didn't sleep till like 3 or 4 in the morning. I, f- I saw a link online. It's only just recently come out. I sat on my phone in the dark like this watching and it. Just and I, cried. Wow. I was so hurt. I, like, I think I was actually really sad for like a week after that because I was really hurt. I didn't really, I didn't realise the movie was like, Don't sad. ruin it. Don't spoil it for anyone who's going to go and watch didn't, it. Th- th- they, th- you feel like that trailer... It, a lot of movies, the trailer tells you the whole story. Yeah, that yeah they one did all of it, but but half yeah, like the yeah, end. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't realize it was going that way, and I got so deep into it, and then it just it was so devastating. Was it called A Star Born? Is that the, the name of it? Yeah, I think so. Born. Really, really good film, and she acted well. It's not what I would. Gaga, yeah, she's always I done that type of stuff. She she grew really? up in New yeah she she's from New York or well, she grew up in New York or moved to New York or whatever it was. So and she's it, a performer and she'd be in the nightclubs performing and you it, see her music videos and you know the the mm. theatrics that she puts on like she she does not disappoint. No, nah, she's really really good actually. Yeah. I, mean, I was thinking that whole 
her character thing, you know, because obviously it's a she performance. Goes through, yeah, yeah. But as a person, I don't think she is like that. Then, because when very I was sweet. See, yeah, seen her as an actor, I'm like, this is the same woman. I was expecting some kind of. Have diva you seen like her interact with? Um, I don't know what the name of the lady is. Recently at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, oh, she's like a she's like a famous actor from like back in the day. I don't know what from, but she's really old now, and she has this condition about her speech or something. And they went to present an award, her and Gaga. So she's in her wheelchair, and she had to read off the telecom. I've got goosebumps talking about because it, it was just so sweet. Mm. But the way that Gaga's mannerisms are, and the way that she interacts with like the elderly, like Tony Bennett and stuff like that, like yeah. they're like best friends. You know, he's got dementia, and mm. um, they just recently did their last show together, and he remembered her, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Like he remembered me. It was like. Gonna cry. <laughs> and then uh, it was just so sweet. And then obviously when she was um, doing the presenting the award, yeah, the lady I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry, but yeah, she was um, struggling, and Gaga was like so nurturing and like supportive of her. And she was like, "I've got you." Like it was just so Gaga as a person is so sweet. Like I think that's what I latch onto a lot about artists is like them as a person and their personality. Mm. Because the music can be great, but someone like. Doja Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on to Doja Cat. Yeah, because I, got I don't into... know too much about her. That that was the transition. Obviously, you've always been called Cat. Ka- Ka- I can't. Cat Minaj. Cat Minaj. Cat Minaj. All my fr- all my like Twitter friends call me Catty, and yeah. my best friend's mum. I would go around his house. I'm Catty. Like everyone knows who's Catty. He wrote my bar- my Christmas card one year as Caitlin. And his mum was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> I've been going around there for like four years, and she yeah. was like, "Who's Caitlin?" <laughs> wow. So yeah, like your name has always been that. So when you start, because I'll go by your posts, <laughs> you start posting a different lady. You're like, "Who's that?" <laughs> Are you sure you got the right girl? Because yeah, she's very. So where I does think, she come from? I think what I latched onto Doja a lot is very similar to Nikki. I think she is. The next supreme, like <laughs> she is the next one. She's but a lot younger. She's a lot younger. I think she's like 20, 24 now, maybe. Uh-huh. I think 23, 24. But her personality, she is so funny, and that's what I got into watching her interviews. I liked her. I listened. I when her album dropped, Hot Pink, uh, in twenty nineteen, the day it came out. I was obsessed. And from that day on, I think I listened to it every single day for like a year straight. Like, I, n- I can listen to it now. I never get tired of the album. <laughs> I love it. And she had a couple of songs before that that were like funny, but like that, like a body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I can't listen to like a song and then a song and then a song. I listen to albums. To the whole, yeah. So for people like Nicki Minaj, when she creates a body of work, like if you can't play it start to finish, mm. then what's the point of having an album? J. Cole, start to finish. I rarely loop them because I enjoy the transition. They, the artists put them in an order for a reason. Yeah, there's a how lot can of work you not, behind that, yeah. How can you not sit there and listen to the album start to finish on how it's presented to you? And that's what Nikki always says. She's like, you have to start at the beginning and it's a story all the way through. Yeah, it because is, yeah. even though sometimes songs are written at different times, like one's written two years before that one was written, it's where you're feeling and your emotions of them and stuff like that. Nikki's quite funny with her transitions, though. She'll go from a sad song to... Um, like More Anaconda she'll be like Bed of Lies to Anaconda or something like that like it's just but it's the switch up so it's like a journey but um, with Doja Cat I watched a couple of her interviews I loved the album and I was like oh my god I'm a diehard for Doja now and then I started watching her YouTube videos mm. and I was like oh my god her, person- is, her personality is great like, it's, like her um, aesthetic yeah. and um, the 
artistry that she puts behind everything she is so involved with it all and she's also a dance like a dancer as well like from her background mm -hmm. so just all in all performance wise as well like a lot of nikki stands started realizing that who is this girl like she is great she started popping up on the timeline her music videos would go viral and her performances would go viral and then everyone was like wait a damn minute like now yeah. all the nikki stands are like doja stands as well because it's just uh, naturally like how can you it's not a transition yeah it, for both though like you it enjoy both. For both yeah 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 and then but for doja it was she is she's weird <laughs> she's weird and mm. she knows it and she would sit on um during lockdown yeah. And she'd sit on live and just do the most random shit. And she got me through lockdown. Like, she pulled me out of that hole yeah. and gave me a purpose during lockdown because she's That's just nice. entertaining. And it was like something that you go on live and she's sitting there in like a medieval. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, no, no. She's, like, she's got like this it. medieval metal chain thing on that the knights wear. And then she's just reading a script in medieval. And she's yeah. just sitting there reading it. And it's like. At four in the morning, I'm sitting there doing nothing because I was going to bed at 11 o'clock in the morning and yeah. going, waking up at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> Bloody Lockdown <it>. was hard. <laughs> wow. Well, and, well, and I, I was, was working. That. I was working, so. And I was watching that. I had like no routine because I would try, I would set my alarm and try and wake up. And then I'm but like, for what? For yeah. what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> for what? I wake up and snooze my alarm for an hour and then I'm like, who am I fighting? Like, I'm just going to go back to bed. So, yeah, I just, yeah, she gave me purpose. It was funny. And she would do performances on her Instagram live. She's uh, she's very artistic, so, so it's she was. It's natural for her. Yeah. It's natural for her to go online with a big blow up air suit thing and perform her most successful song. That is now trending that's on quite, TikTok. That's quite freeing. She's then. so she's random. Not, yeah, because it doesn't put her in a box, and she doesn't have to play up to be someone she's not. Yeah, sort of and thing. the one like things I did find quite therapeutic for her again is like she goes on live. She doesn't do it as much now, but she would do her makeup. Right. She just sit there and do her makeup. And just just on a live and just be as a person, yeah. Just talk shit. Sometimes she makes food. Sometimes oh, she went on um, a couple of maybe like a couple of weeks ago, and she just started talking shit. And she was just like, "My star binkies," and that's her drinking a Starbucks. And I was like, "I'm only now going to address Starbucks as star binkies. It's just entertaining. It's just like I log on to her live and it is never the same thing. And it's just like funny. And then she goes on Twitter and she just tweets Mike Penis, and I'm just like mood. Like it's just. And then she changes her name to like Mike Penis, and she uploads very unflattering pictures of herself like she just doesn't care she uploads like pictures of her feet like um clawing like uh <laughs> she does great music <laughs> she's like clawing um like a duvet and then she sends it as her profile picture like it's just funny <laughs> That so is, from Nikki, she's so I get, lucky that she's she can be free and you lot just like yeah and like from Nikki right I get that. like the baby content now and like anything <laughs> Nikki does like her looks are just all, like do you know what you know? I'm just thinking, I just want to see that big, toes I just want to see that picture <laughs> I could probably find it for you Rah. I don't have it saved on my phone I'm just like that's just funny but the stuff that she posts is you wouldn't catch a Beyonce doing that would you never no it's no. too clean no and Nikki gets it? dragged for that type of stuff well, Nikki oh. goes on lines and goes that's online that's why it's good fans. for that that Doja Cat to like just start off like that Nikki goes online would... and fights fans and everyone's like Beyonce would never act like this and I'm like but she's not Beyonce whereas with yeah. Doja Cat goes on and everyone's like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Free. Free. Yeah. With it. She's beefing Taco Bell at the moment. She did a collab with them for the um, Super Bowl. Right. She did an advert with them. 
and um, they she says she wants the Mexican pizza to come back and she's always on live or she's tweeting them and they tweet her back so she did a collab with them she made a whole song and then they didn't bring back the Mexican pizza so she was like do you know what F you guys and then she was yeah. on live and was like here's the ad that's going to get aired tomorrow everybody watch it now Yo. yeah so it was just things like that and I feel like it might be a bit of marketing but I live for it it was great <laughs> I live for it yeah and then she went on TikTok and then made a Taco Bell song and it's just she sits them and also when she goes on live she she would play her songs or she would make her music on her live yeah so like one of her songs up and down she was like in a mario super mario suit thing and she's just like singing and dancing to the song but then another time she you sit and watch her making the beat for the song and then like two years later uh, it's now come out very artistic she's very artistic like, like yeah. she makes all her beats as well like she will sit there and do the beats how do you even compete with somebody like that now in like if you know that that lady that we, we forget the name of. I mean, come on. Come on. How do you compete with that? If, what was the lady? We, the, the, I'll, I'll still <laughs> won't have the name. You're lucky that the, the camera's recording. I'll be searching for it. But yeah, if she's gone with that angle and then you've got <clears> someone so free and talented at the same time doing It's the that. music industry. Yeah. What makes money? They will pump money into her and they will buy streams to give her an, a um, to break a record, even though it's not legit, just for so social media. Then, it's, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I can't. And then she's in court battling that she doesn't get paid for any of her music because she has no rights to it because like you didn't actually earn any of it. So they control yeah. you. They are puppeteering you. You don't own anything. All your music. You make nothing from your music. Nikki has. Like she owns all of her rights and all that stuff, whatever. So there's a lot of business savvy. There's a a lot of stand drama of like, oh, she signed a 360 deal, which means that she owns like none of her rights. And then everyone's like, no, she didn't. And it's just like back and forth all day long. Wow. I have a job. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do that as much anymore. But Mm. I did that when I was younger. And it was a flex to be blocked by like Lil Kim. Yeah. During the, the beef era of them two. It was a flex. You put it in your bio. (laughs) <laughs> by looking, blocked by this one, blocked by that one, and that's Jeez, just that's just how it is. Yeah. All right, you, Katie Minaj. Uh, really enjoyed that interview with you, and yeah, I want to get you back on another show. I might even do like a double. I don't think I've ever done that. Have I done? I've done one, but it didn't work out. The recording wasn't working very well. Oh right. Yeah, that was uh, for Jordan and Hannah. Um, so yeah, appreciate that. How did you find that? Is it still recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a... I feel like your fans are going to be disappointed. <laughs> not at all. Not They're going to be sitting all. like, what the hell? Not this at all. Because when chaos. you say my fans, I have a diverse, uh, like literally diverse genre of all sorts of fans <clears throat> from all over the world. So, yeah, it would be nice to tap in and get some people, get to know you a little bit. Oh, God. But, yeah, it was great. Um, thanks for the promo. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on Drive by Brian, and I'll see you in the next one, guys. Cheers.